danger is above. We are sealed deep in a 30-foot bunker. 30 feet's not going to save us from this giant nothing burger. The giant nothing burger was created from a toxic In-N-Out burger that was thrown in a dumpster with a bunch of old movie reels. And those movie reels fused together and created the nothing burger that is this week's pretty much most of the trailers. <laughs> we fear it. We, we are cowering in fear underground, folks. And we don't know what's going to happen, uh, except we're just going to get through it. We're just going to, aren't we? We're just going to... We're just going to mow through Marines. We're going to persevere and cancel the apocalypse. We are. Uh, folks, my name is Ben Moon. I'm one of your hosts here, joined by Mr. Nick Kelly. And that is Mr. Nick Kelly to you. Uh, maybe you've heard of him, Nick Kelly over here. He's very famous. He's internationally known. And we're going to do this podcast uh, uh, with a bunch of just really nothing burger trailers this week but you know we've done this before we can do it again yeah sometimes it gets real weird when when we got nothing like this and then it gets fun we're gonna have a good time uh yeah we aim to please folks yeah but you know sometimes the aim ain't what she used to be we are aging hey (laughs) um speaking of aging terrible segue but what did you watch this week these dumb dudes have seen some things. Boy, that was terrible. I don't even know what that was, but uh, what I do know is that I, I watched Train to Busan, the Korean zombie train movie. Uh, that was uh, probably one of the more famous Korean movies of the last decade, and it was really good. It was, it was in in the genre of zombie movies. It's a must a must see okay. if you like that. At all. It was. Definitely in the top five zombie movies I've seen. Okay. So, uh, others being uh, the Zack Snyder Dawn of the Dead, give Pay the Devil His Due, you know. Um, zombie Land, I like. That one's oh, yeah. good. The first one. I never saw the second Me one. Me neither. The first one's good. Uh, the original Night of the Living Dead is good. And then there's probably like a. Oh, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. That's my top five. I like World War Z. I like that one too. Yeah, that, I have that one on Blu-ray. What else you watch? I watched. Uh, I started watching season three of Disenchantment, the Matt Groening fantasy series on Netflix. It's the it's the least good Matt Groening show. It's okay. You know, it it's watchable while I eat dinner. It's not Futurama. It's not The Simpsons. Like mostly when I watch it, I just want to watch Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, this is okay. Some of the voice actors are very good, um, but it's it's just not as good as those other ones. Yeah. Well, I've actually been watching cartoons as well. I was watching uh, Animaniacs, the new Animaniacs on Hulu, uh, with my so yeah, good. It's, God, it's so good, and my kids liked mm-hmm. it too. And they were like, "Can we watch another?" And I was like, "No, you got to go to bed." So we 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 have more to watch. Uh, and then I also finished Pacific Rim: The Black, the anime and uh, Netflix series. With small kaiju. There are small kaiju, but the small kaiju only show up in really just with that one episode. I think it's the episode two, maybe. Um, okay. It is, you know, it's... Um, I, they take it in some weird directions, I will say. Um, I don't think they needed to go in these directions that they go. And I'm not going to spoil anything, but l- let me just say they sort of break away from the Pacific Rim that you know, Okay. You know, in a series where you have giant monsters coming through interdimensional portals under the ocean, you might think, well, they can. There's a lot they can do. You know, that's sort of crazy ideas and stuff. But I don't know. It just does, like the way they what they were doing by the end. I was like, I'm not into. I just don't think I'm into it. I just feel like there's areas that you don't need to go in a kaiju movie. Uh huh. This gets, you know what this gets, Nick? It gets like a C, a C. or a C, a C plus, like your standard Netflix fare. So like you've seen it, no one was harmed by you seeing it, but you're not going to recommend it. I'm not. Um, you know, if you want to watch it, you'll be mildly entertained for seven or eight episodes. That's what I can tell you. Mm. You'll be mildly entertained. It, it held my interest, but you know, is it is it something that I would go out of my way to see? No, 
This one's probably going to miss me. Yeah. Uh, you would be just uh, totally fine missing it. Uh, I watched, uh, I did watch like the first 30 minutes of Space Sweepers and then got sleepy and went to bed. So I, I am going to try to finish that. Although it is, it feels very uh, internationally filmy, if you know what I mean. I think it's funny that we both watched a Korean movie this week. Yeah. It's, th- these movies, f- they have a feel to them where it's just like, the director's like, let's just make it crazy. Let's just make it real crazy. And it's just, things are just, we're just, it's like wild, you know? And it, and it, it's like, I don't know why they do that. Like these international movies are filmed like this. It's weird though. They all have like a similar feel to it. Anyway, I don't have much to say about that, but you know what I do have a lot to say? Another foreign film, Nick. I watched Sentinel. Yes, you'll you'll recall this from a couple episodes ago. We talked about it. Yeah, it's that French Punisher movie with the the Lady Punisher, and I was very excited about it. You know, I was hyped for it. I had a lot of I had high hopes for it. You know what happened to those hopes, Nick? Uh, they were met, and you loved the movie. Negatory. Ace. <laughs> oh no. The pacing in this. Let me just start out with this. The pacing in this movie is just awful. That, that's probably my biggest beef with this movie is the pacing. There's so many shots that they just lingered like one and a half times too long or, tw- or twice as long as they should have lingered on these shots. And it was not interesting shots. It was like, hey, here she is running on a concrete path along the beach. And Did she like, post her time to her her time on the Strava app to her Instagram story afterwards? Uh, no, this was not you, Nick. This was a movie about a fr- <laughs> a, a French lady, uh, okay. not Nick, not Nick Kelly, <laughs> yeah, Nick <laughs> Kelly in the the northern United States. Um, they I I just don't understand the pacing on this movie. So there's a scene where she's on top of a building and she's holding. I don't know if you know what a Trigicon scope is. It's like a 4X scope that you would get on like your Call of Duty games or whatever. And she holds this scope literally touching her eye. Okay? To to use like you she's using it like a monocular. Okay? What is that? It's a Trigicon scope. Oh. <laughs> I misjudged you. Um you cannot use a Trigicon scope like a monocular. Like, the eye relief, it's made for a gun, okay? So when you fire a gun, there is kickback, okay, because of physics, okay? And if you had your eye right up to the rifle, uh, you would no longer have an eye when you fire that gun, okay? So, But she's holding it right up to her eye. I know, I know for a fact, well, not. I don't know for a fact. I'm like 99% sure that the lowest eye relief on a Trigicon scope or really any 4X scope is about an inch and a half, Okay. Yeah, that's about accurate. Yeah, so your eye has to be an inch and a half away for that scope to actually work. And she's holding it right up to her eye. I'm just like, guys, come on. Okay, so there was that. Then they go to a shooting range, okay? Like an indoor shooting range. You ever been to an indoor shooting range? Yes. Okay, when you're in an indoor shooting range, it is literally the loudest thing you've you've ever experienced. Okay, yep. that, that you have to wear headphones the entire time, and you dare not take them off because it is yep. literally the loudest thing. They they take their headphones off, <laughs> their ear their earphones off, uh, while people are shooting, and I'm like, they would be deaf. This is ridiculous. What is that like? Are, is there no continuity like person on the set? This is so stupid. Okay, then there's there's gratuitous like you know scenes. If you know what I'm talking about, there's just it's like gratuitous. It's not necessary. She beats up two dudes in a bathroom. She doesn't even get the jump on them. She beats up two dudes in a bathroom, and she basically does opioids the entire movie. It was such a letdown. I'm so disappointed. I really thought this was going to be good, and it wasn't. And I should have known better because it was Netflix, and it was you know you know it was like a C minus. I would like to point out that that the thing that I held up before was a monocular. I was just messing with you that it was a Trigicon scope. Oh, you you did fool me. I it, I know what it, I know what it is, but it. This thing that I have here is a monocular because I use it to look at dogs in the park. Because <laughs> out my window, there's uh, at the end of the street, there's a park, and people always have their dogs over there. So I look at the dogs. Are, are you the weirdo in the window going? I'd like to, I'd like to pet, pet that dog right there. That's a good, that's a handsome boy. Like to pet him. Yeah, I'm, I probably look a lot more nefarious than I actually am. <laughs> like, <laughs> like scoping it, someone's dog. But it's literally as simple as you just like to look at dogs. I like dogs. Dags. You like dags? I like dags. Um, Oh, yeah. I like dags. Speaking of dags, let's talk about this here new news. 
This is the Dumb Dudes News Network. <laughs> this first one's pretty great. I didn't even see this piece of news. Talk, what is this? Tell me about this. Okay, so there's a true story that is mostly just referred to as the cocaine bear. And uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who did like Into the Spider Verse and the Lego movie and like Arrested Development and some other stuff like that, uh, are adapting this and producing it. And then Elizabeth Banks is going to direct it, a movie based on Cocaine Bear that I assume is going to be a, com- a comedy if it's those three individuals. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, the the basically the plot of this is going to be. Uh, a character-driven thriller inspired by the true events that took place in Kentucky in 1985. But I imagine it's going to be like an action comedy type thing. Whatever it is, I'm I'm on board. Yeah, no, I'll I'll check it out. Uh, I like a true story, and I like a comedy, and I like Lord and Miller. So all these things are adding up. I want to like Elizabeth Banks. Like I like her as an actress. Uh, I always like uh, Elizabeth Banks, but. As far as like directing, I haven't really liked many of the things she's made so far, but I don't know if that's her fault because she didn't write them. She did make that Charlie's Angels. Yeah, that's what I'm mainly, yeah, that and yeah. like I never saw, she directed the Pitch Perfect movies. Uh, I never saw those, I never really wanted to, although John Hodgman is in the second one uh, in a cameo, so she gave him a job, so it's fine by me. Yeah, I know those are big hits, a lot of people like those Pitch per- Perfect movies. I like Elizabeth Banks, and I want her to succeed. Sure. Uh, So that's coming, or getting made, I suppose. But uh, we have something that you can actually go watch right now on Disney+, and it is Marvel's Assembled, The Making of WandaVision. And I am going to definitely watch this. I forgot to put this in the watch list, but I watched this uh, this afternoon. Oh, (laughs) how was it? It's extremely cool to see them do the sitcom stuff, especially like the 50s and 60s era stuff. That was awesome. So this is 100... I'm not a person who watches special features most of the time. Like, I don't. I don't care for most of them. I watched all the Lord of the Rings ones because... I was just about to say, I was like, that's that's like the best one ever. (laughs) Yeah, the Lord of the Rings ones, to me, that's, uh, that's... fully worth it. like i watched every single one and i listened to every single commentary so you know that's to me the the gold standard for special yeah, features for sure and i i watch some of like I, I like to watch the marvel ones but i don't watch all the marvel ones but this one is worth watching because of how how strange and unique the filming of this series was it was very cool to see yeah definitely definitely want to see that so that's out now uh, and then also on Disney Plus next week, guys, is the Falcon and Winter Soldier premiere. We only have one week without a Disney Marvel show. So this is the week. This is the off week. That's why all the booger trailers came out. Yeah. Uh, if if we are to believe the early critics uh, or the critics who've seen an early release of this, they all are gushing about it. They love it. Yep. I saw. I was reading some of the early reactions. I, I, I always say that I don't care and I don't want to see them, but I always end up clicking on the article that's like early reactions just because I want to see people being hyped about it. And I wasn't disappointed in what I saw. Yeah, they seem to really like the... They, they say the action's great, but they say that the moments that are not action where you have a falcon dealing with missing the last five years because he was snapped out of existence... Uh, and then Bucky dealing with his, you know, uh, trauma, right? Yep. Yeah. So this, I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be hopefully complex. And uh, it's a little bit more traditional Marvel fare compared to WandaVision, but uh, it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm excited about it, especially with uh, that cast they got and Zemo in his Zemo yeah. suit. Uh, and I love that we're going to get more Sharon Carter. Yes, yes. Agent 13 all the way. Yes, I'm very excited. I, I like the actress, so A+. Plus, very excited. Yep, 100%. Last piece of news, we were able... Oh, this is this is your piece of news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just snuck this in here. So uh, I had mentioned that maybe there's a, a local theater here that rents out theaters, and my cousins and I wanted to rent it for Godzilla vs. Kong, and then I, I received a text earlier. It might have been yesterday, earlier this week, 
that uh, they were able to secure the theater. So I will be able to watch Godzilla vs. Kong in a theater with just a couple other people that I are basically already in my small bubble of people that I'm around usually anyway. That's so. awesome, dude. That is so good. I have not looked to see if my local theaters are open, but I'm going to see this in the theater somehow, some way. But yeah, I'm really gonna, glad that you're going to get to see it in theater. It's going to be fun. Uh, and there won't be any strangers in there. Yeah. So it's great. Yeah, that's awesome. You'll be able to yell if you want to. Just whatever you want. <laughs> I'm going to sit quietly and enjoy the movie as God intended. <laughs> exactly. That's great. All right. Well, that does it for all the new news that we've got. And that brings us to our new segment. Best Worst. Yes. So uh, this it's we, it's my week in the chair this time. And it's a little different because these aren't straight up Rotten Tomatoes lists this time. I have two lists. I have the top uh, 30 sci-fi films ever made from Cinema Blend, and then I have the bottom 15 from Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about each of these lists separately. So j- just to give you sort of an idea of the top 30, I have seen 28 of these movies. So okay. they're not very obscure. Like They're pretty big movies. Yeah. Yeah. However, of the bottom 15, I've only seen maybe six or seven of these, and I haven't even heard of half of them. But I think some of them are still guessable. So, And this is... I don't agree fully with this list and the ranking that they have. I, I want to say that as well. But what do you think a, a group of people on a, a movie website like Cinema Blend would say is the number one best sci-fi movie of all time? Empire Strikes Back? Nope. Matrix. Uh, let me tell you that these guys, this list to me is a little pretentious. Sometimes. 2001 Space Odyssey? <laughs> That's all I had to say for you to get it, was that they're a little pretentious, yes. <laughs> so, uh, their number one ranked movie, sci-fi movie, is 2001 A Space Odyssey. Which, okay, it's classic, it's it's a good, I like that movie. Uh, it's not the best sci-fi movie. No, the pacing is terrible. By the way. Yeah, it's a, it's you know, I read the book. The book is better. It makes more sense. Oh. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's you know, it's Kubrick, but it's not even the best Kubrick movie. The Shining is the best Kubrick movie. What do you think is in the top five uh, for a Star Wars title? There's only I mean, one in the top five. Empire Strikes Back. Nope. Star Wars: A New Hope. Yep. So they put a Star Wars: A New Hope as number three on this list. I don't agree with that. I think Empire Strikes Back is better. I think Return of the Jedi is better. I like Return of the Jedi best, and I don't care what anyone says. Uh, Um, I I mean, I think that the best Star Wars movie is still um, Force Awakens and uh, Come At Me. I don't care. It's the best trailer. I I don't think it's the best movie. Um, But I'm not going to come at you because you're a free American and are free to to think what you want. (laughs) No, Empire Strikes Back is the only other Star Wars movie on this list. But oh, where really? do you think it is? Where do you think it is? Eight, number eight. So close, so close. It's number nine. Ah, uh, all right. Let me let me ask you. Let me ask you a few movies if they're on this list. Okay. These are movies that I think should be on the list. Uh huh. Fifth Element. Fifth Element is on the list. What number? Let me guess. Eighteen. It according to them, it is not that good. All right, twenty-seven. Very close. It's twenty-eight. <laughs> It's 29. 29, okay. we're sitting at the fifth element. Okay, all right. Uh, where does the, the, Matrix, the Matrix has to be in the top 10. The Matrix is in the top 10. Uh, I'm going to say it's probably number 9. Or no, the we Matrix, already said number no, 9. That was Empire. That was Empire. Uh, 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 is it number 6? It is a little higher than that. 7. Oh, no, hi, higher, better. A little oh, better. better. Oh, okay, uh, number 4. Nope, it's number five. Matrix okay. sitting, sitting okay. there at number five. All right, number five. Okay. All right, I'm going to give you another question. There's one animated movie on this list. What do you think it is? <laughs> Titan AE. <laughs> no, but I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, the Secret of Nim is not sci-fi, is it? I would consider it sci-fi. It's not the one on the list. Yeah. The thing about animation... Okay, let me ask you a question. Is this traditional animation or is it uh, 3D? 3D. This one has got me stumped, man. I'll give you a hint. It's Pixar. Well, that's uh, that's the that's the way I was thinking. Oh, it's Wally. 
Yep, and Wally sitting there at number 17 is Wally. Uh, we traditionally like the first 30 minutes of Wally as some of the best filmmaking of our generation. Yep, it's a good movie. It was on my list of 100 bucket list movies. So good. Love Wally. One of my favorite Pixar films for sure. I'm going to say that of all the movies on this list, there's none on here that I don't like, and there's only two that I haven't seen. Is Wrath of Khan on there? That is the only Star Trek movie on this list, and it is on here, yes. Good <laughs> good pull, good pull. Yeah, I figured if there was a Star Trek, because I was going, in my head I was going, is there a Star Trek movie on there? And I was like, well, if there is, it's going to be Wrath of Khan. Yep, that one, uh, do you want to guess the the ranking? Number 13. One off, it was number 12. Ah, Okay, you and I are pretty good at guessing these rankings. Yeah, we're pretty good at that. We we get pretty close. <laughs> All right. Well, um, what's the what's number thirty? Tell me what number thirty is. RoboCop. Oh, okay. Any surprises on this list for you? Okay, so uh, I was surprised uh, at a couple. I'm surprised that uh, Edge of Tomorrow is on this list. I consider it a great one. Like I do consider it worthy of I being love on this that list. Movie. But I wouldn't have guessed a group of nerds making a list would have thought about it. Hmm. That's fair. I'm surprised that there's as many sequels on this list as there are. So, like, Alien and Aliens are both present on this list. Yep. And uh, same with Terminator and Terminator 2 Judgment Day are both on this list. Oh, okay. Interesting. So those are the main ones with the sequels. I can't believe Rogue One is not on there. A lot of like snobs like that movie. I like that movie. I, I do too. I'm just saying, like, I'm trying yeah. to think like a like a, ner- a snob nerd. Yeah. Now the two that I haven't seen, there's two on here I haven't seen. I have not seen Twelve Monkeys, the Terry Gilliam yeah. movie with Brad Pitt. Yeah. Uh, and Metropolis, which is like an older movie. I, th- that- I, I think that's about robots. Uh, kinda, yeah. It's a, it's, it takes place in the future. Um, visually, it's so far ahead of its time that you cannot believe it's made when it was made. Yeah, see, I gotta see that. I gotta make sure I see all of this list. Uh, yeah. So I gotta watch those other ones. Um, Snowpiercer's on here. I wouldn't have thought of that, but that's... that's I wouldn't a, put that on there. I don't think I'd put it in top 30, because Blade Runner 2049 isn't on this list. Oh, forget about it. Yeah, I think that's A, the best sci-fi movie, and B, the best sequel ever made. So I would have put that at number one. Yeah. Uh, Blade Runner is number four, so at least that one's on there. E.T. is number eight. I don't I don't like E.T. It creeps me out. So yeah, I wouldn't have put me that out on too. the list. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy that Jurassic Park is on this list. Um, hey. That's at number 16. Uh, Ex Machina, our boy Alex Garland is on this list. Uh, Inception is on here. I I wouldn't have put that on this on this list. That's just an action movie. Um, yeah. Tron is on here, but I would have put Tron Legacy. Yeah, Tron Legacy is so much better. Yeah. So those are the thirty best. Uh, if you want, we have I. You can put the link in there if you want to look at the Cinema Blend article. Yeah. Um, and now let's move on to the Rotten Tomato bottom fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not gonna get you're not gonna guess a lot of these. But uh, you might get you might get a couple if you think of really crummy sci-fi movies. You might Howard the Duck. No, that should be on here. <laughs> no, it's not though. It's not. Uh, all right, uh, Fan Four Stick. That's not on here. Okay, that is a sci-fi. The way they do it. Nothing on this list had that big of a budget. Oh, okay, okay. And none. Of, I gotta say, none of these are very recent. These are all. They're all older. Like, yeah, the newest one on here is probably. 15 years old at this point is uh matrix two or three on the list now they're, they're those are big budget and fairly recent there is a three on this it is a third movie in a in a series and the first movie in the series is featured in the top 30 list aliens three no i, I believe it belong while i believe that one belongs on here it is robocop three robocop three is number 12 on this list at 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, wow. 3%. Good grief. I don't know that I can name any on this list, honestly. All right. I'll ask you this. How many do you think are tied at 0%? Oh, there's there's probably three or four that have zero. There are 11. <laughs> what? 11. Uh, the 11 to first place are all 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my God. Okay. Just, just, just rattle them off. 
Okay. Uh, at 15, I'm gonna, this is uh, 15, I'm going to go down all the way to the worst. So 15 being the best, 1 being the worst. Okay. 15 is Adventures of Pluto Nash at 4%. Battlefield Earth at 3%. That is the Scientology movie. <laughs> yeah. Rollerball at 3%. Robocop 3 at 3%, and then all these are all zero. Mars Needs Women, Heartbeeps, They Saved Hitler's Brain, The Angry Red Planet, Solar Babies, <laughs> Deep Star 6, Alien from L.A., which I've actually seen because that is a Mystery Science Theater 3000 okay. episode starring okay. Kathy Ireland. Oh, wow. Yep. The Incredible Shrinking Woman, Megaforce, Highlander 2, The Quickening, which is so bad that Highlander 3 starts at, from the end of Highlander 1, and they just wrote that one right out of continuity. <laughs> and number one, the worst of all, is Mac and Me, which is the E.T. ripoff. Oh, <laughs> yes! <laughs> that everyone's probably familiar with at least a little. Uh, and there, I think Is that the one that we're familiar with because Paul Rudd, every time he's on, uh, is it Jimmy Kimmel? Or? It's a Conan. Every time Conan, he's on that's Conan, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also mac and me is an episode of of the new season of mystery science theater the most recent one with jonah ray uh so you can watch mac and me with mystery science theater riffs if you would like nice so those are those are the worst so uh when when you write into us i'm gonna do a post on instagram like always i want to hear your best sci-fi movie and your worst sci-fi movie this time excellent excellent yeah i want to hear those as well uh, all right, so let's move along to our boogery. New, new. New, 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 new. New, new. Trailers, folks. We have an Adele Dazeen. These are wickedly untalented. The The only two that I really am into are ones that we've had trailers for in the past, and these are just, just so we can talk about something good. I put these new trailers on here. <laughs> Yeah, so actually the first one looks is it looks very de- fairly decent. It's an anime and it's called Godzilla Singular Point. I'm actually really excited about this. Uh, I I'm not an anime guy, but I I am a Godzilla guy. And this anime has reimaginings of so many classic Godzilla monsters in it and just watching this trailer. My favorite Godzilla movie of all is Godzilla vs I I mean Shin Godzilla is the best one, but my favorite one is is Godzilla vs. Megalon because I had it on a VHS tape when I was a kid, so that's the one I've seen the most. And it's also, there's a Mystery Science Theater version of it, so that one's just my favorite. And there's a, a robot in there that I'm obsessed with named Jet Jagar. And, uh, like, I have a Mondo t-shirt of him, and he's, he looks like Jack Nicholson as a robot. It's just, he's the best. So Jet Jagar is in this trailer. Uh, there's Angerus, who is the big, like, uh, Ankylosaurus armadillo looking dude uh, is in this trailer Hedora who is the smog monster is in this Gabra who <laughs> Gabra is one of the most maligned Godzilla monsters because of how frankly how stupid he looks in, in the original movie that he's in uh, when he's bullying Manila which is the first iteration of the small Godzilla that everyone hates the design of but they, they've reworked Gabra into some sort of fearsome horned beast in this uh it looks like megalon was in the trailer too because there's like a bug thing that has the the big drill arms and there's rodan and all kinds of cool stuff so i'm really really excited to watch this actually this godzilla singular point Nike, jet the jaga. Nike, jet the jaga. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, this uh is this version of jet jaguar uh he has like small legs it looks like yeah and he's got like this big steampunk like body section and then his head looks the same yeah and then it looks like his legs switch out because one of the shots he's got like this wheel thing on his legs and yeah. yeah so he yeah he i think he's got like switch out parts now he is like a medium-sized uh jaeger it looks like he doesn't look he just doesn't look godzilla size he ch- well he changes size in godzilla versus megalon like a power ranger Oh, uh, so I don't know if he'll retain that ability in singular point, but yeah, in in Godzilla vs. Megalon, he's like like a human sized android, and then he helps Godzilla beat up Megalon and Gigan later in the in the movie, but he he grows larger to do so. I wonder if if this in this version, if he'll be like a Mark One, and then they build a Mark like a big Mark Two. 
That would be pretty awesome. They should. I want to see like a like an updated like sleek, cool looking Ultraman esque Jet Jaguar. I want all these universes to combine where we have Ultraman and Jet Jaguar and Godzilla and King Kong and like just bring all of them in. I want to. Yeah, I just want that. And I want to watch Shin Ultraman when that comes out. Yes, I still want that too. So yeah, so we're excited about this. I'm. I, I definitely want to see this too. So. Um, so that'll be cool. Okay, so number two on this uh, list that we have here is not as exciting at all. Uh, we have a little bit of Asian influence, though, because it is a new kung fu show on, unfortunately, The CW. <laughs> and it's called Kung Fu. And it's not called The Legend Continues and Continues or something like that. <laughs> it's just called yeah. Kung Fu. The description for this one is, A quarter-life crisis causes a young Chinese-American woman, Nikki Chen, to drop out of a college and go on a life-changing journey to an isolated monastery in China. But when she returns to find her hometown overrun with crime and corruption, Nikki uses her martial arts skills and Shaolin values to protect her community and bring criminals to justice. It sounds cool, like... Yeah, it sounds cool, but it's CW. That doesn't necessarily mean that it will be bad. Like... Yeah, there's good ones. CW made Nikita. Nikita was a good action series. Never saw it. Yeah, see, I, I think you secretly love the CW and you watch all these shows and you're just trying to look cool on here. I think you're di- diving too deep into conspiracy theories. Are you into <laughs> QAnon? Yeah, Q- QAnon was founded to prove that you watch CW shows. <laughs> like Riverdale. You're a huge fan of Riverdale. <laughs> you got me. You got me, Nick. Uh, not interested in this. Uh, don't care. We'll never see it. It probably it probably be bad, but yeah, it probably will be. <laughs> Sa- probably probably a safe bet. Yeah. Uh, number three uh, is City of Lies. This is a movie about uh, Biggie Schmalls. What all the aftermath of Biggie Schmalls? Yeah. It's the description is Russell Poole and Jack Jackson investigate the murders of rappers Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac Shakur. Who who names her kid Jack Jackson? Uh, probably Jack Jackson Sr. <laughs> Other than The Incredibles. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Jack Jack. Jack Jack. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker is Jack Jack, and then Johnny Depp is Russell Poole. It's just really weird that Johnny Depp is in a movie about Biggie. Yeah, with a with a blonde mustache, too. It's like, it's like I couldn't concentrate on anything because he had that blonde mustache. He's, you know him, he's always got some weird thing on his face. What a what a weird face. Uh, this and this is a Saban film. Yep, he's he's on here a couple times this week because you know it's Dregs lands here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, th- I, this I didn't want to see this. Do you want to see this? No, I don't. I don't. I'm not interested. Uh, if this was uh, if this was 1997, maybe I'd want to see it. <laughs> yeah, you like you like Biggie and Tupac. You like Johnny Depp. Here we go, City of Lies. It's for you. Next up, we have Oxygen. Yeah, a woman wakes up in a cryogenic chamber with no recollection of how she got there and must find a way out before running out of air. This gives me anxiety. This trailer gives me anxiety. Uh, not only does this kind of give me anxiety, but the whole movie takes place in this, I think, in this cryogenic chamber. Mm-hmm. And it's in French, uh, which is, not, that's not a... Not to its detriment, but haven't we already seen a Coffin movie or an episode of a TV show, like one of those crime shows, had something like this? The Coffin movie is Underground, starring Ryan Reynolds, and the uh, crime series episode is an episode of CSI Las Vegas, in which the dude was buried in a coffin that was directed by Quentin Tarantino. That's it. Yeah, so you know. Speaking of Quentin Tarantino, the actress that is in this is Melanie Laurent, who people may recognize as the woman from Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, I will never see this. No thanks. Nah, this won't come out. Next up, we have Vanquish. The synopsis here. A mother, Victoria, played by Ruby Rose, is trying to put her dark past as a Russian drug courier behind her, but retired cop, Damon, played by Morgan Freeman, forces Victoria to do his bidding by holding her daughter hostage. Get it on VOD and Blu-ray, April (laughs) 2nd. (laughs) Straight to DVD. Yeah, this is Ruby Rose playing Ruby Rose. <laughs> this is, I guess, she's gonna. This is the third time I've seen her play this character. Um, I, they must have spent. Did it look to you like, like this was made on a budget of like, the budget went to Morgan Freeman? <laughs> oh, a hundred percent, dude, hundred percent. 
Uh, I wonder, is this woman taking uh, lessons from Corbin Dallas? What's what's the guy's name? <laughs> Bruce Willis? Yeah. She's, uh, she's taking lessons from the Bruce Willis school of making movies. Like, <laughs> you just play the same character over and over again and just don't care. Yeah, she's going to be sad, Ruby Rose. And in 15 years, I'll be like, let Ruby Rose go. <laughs> Retire. Free Bruce Willis. <laughs> Yeah, this doesn't look good. It doesn't even look like a fun action movie. It looks cheap. Now, this is when I saw this uh, in this list of trailers that we have here. This was the start of me being like, "Gosh, is this week kind of a snore fest, like a snooze fest?" Uh, and in fact, it was. But uh-huh. uh, this was the first one that I realized this was happening. Yeah, for sure. So next up, we have Night of the Sicario, or Night of the Sicario, however you pronounce it. And this is a Saban film. Saban! Yeah, okay, so the synopsis for this one. Taylor is forced to hide the young daughter of a Colombian woman in witness protection, who will be testifying against a powerful drug cartel in federal court as ruthless Sicarios aim to hunt them down. For people who don't know, Sicario means hitman. This movie is banking on the fact that it wants people to think it's connected to Denis Villeneuve's Sicario, I'm guessing. It has to be, and that movie's excellent, by the way. All um, of his movies are. Yes, they are. But yeah, this has nothing to do with it. The tone is way different, and also the quality is just uh, leagues below. I haven't heard of a single person in this cast list. Not, not a one. Not, nobody. Uh, maybe some of them shouldn't even be acting. Probably not, uh, as a matter of fact. But it doesn't look good. It looks really generic. I'm pretty sure that it's one of those things where, like, when Transformers comes out and you go to, like, Family Video and they have Transmorphers on the shelf. You know, it's one of those. <laughs> yeah, like last week when you were in the car and you were at a red light and you were picking your nose and you wiped a booger on the bottom of your shoe from last <laughs> week. That's what uh-huh. this is. Yeah, so don't watch this. Instead, watch Denis Villeneuve's Sicario. Yes, I would recommend that as well. All right, then next up we have Dawn of the Beast. This one's on here for the lulls. This is a ridiculous <laughs> movie. Uh, the description for this one, a group of graduate students get more than they bargained for while searching for the legendary Bigfoot. Not only is he real, but there's something far more evil <laughs> lurking in the shadows, the Wendigo. There's like multiple Wendigos. Yeah, so sometimes... A piece of fiction will decide that there are multiple Wendigos, and sometimes a piece of fiction will go with the idea that there's only one. So that's... I've seen that before. The video game Until Dawn is about Wendigos, and the Wendigos in this movie look pretty much exactly like the Until Dawn Wendigos, which I found somewhat suspect. I also thought it was a little funny that there is a Marvel character named Sasquatch, who is in, like, the Canadian... Avengers or whatever, A-Force or whatever that is. And, Alpha uh, Flight? Alpha Flight, yeah. And uh, there is a, a Marvel villain named Wendigo, who's like a Wolverine villain. So this technically could be construed as a Marvel property if it's Bigfoot versus Wendigos, but it isn't. Uh, also, I expected this to be like really bad sci-fi channel uh, VFX, but it was a lot better looking than I expected, while still not being like fantastic. Yeah. It's really dark. The trailer's like super dark. Yeah, that probably helps with the VFX, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, no, guys, we're going to have to redo that take. Uh, we saw too much detail and we saw the, the crappy costume. We're going to have to turn the lights down lower. Here's the thing is, is this one. This one looks like it's bad in a fun way where if I, I guarantee this, I didn't look, but I guarantee eventually this will be on Amazon Prime and that I might watch it. <laughs> You'll have to let me know if you do see it for sure. Yeah, if I come across it on Amazon Prime, I might check this one out. Just it it looks ridiculous. I don't know, and I like I like I like this stuff. Uh, so this is a woodland booger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, next up, we have the unholy, and this is a uh, Sam Raimi uh, horror thriller. It looks like. Yeah, Sam Raimi is pretty good at that. Like, I don't really like horror movies, but I do like Sam Raimi ones. Like, I love Evil Dead. Uh, Sam Raimi's Grudge was pretty good, but I'm not sure how much of that I liked because Buffy was in it. Yeah, so the the uh, synopsis for The Unholy is, A hearing-impaired girl is visited by the Virgin Mary and can suddenly hear, speak, and heal the sick. 
As people flock to witness her miracles, terrifying events unfold. Are they the work of the Virgin Mary or something much more sinister? So I think the idea here is that they think it's one thing, but it's actually the wrong thing. That It's not the thing they think it is. Yeah, it's definitely not the Virgin Mary, I'll tell you that. It's sinister. Yeah, this is some kind of monster. Uh, it's got Jeffrey Dean Morgan, uh, Carrie Elvis. So, you know, I've heard of people in this. Uh, it was not directed by Sam Raimi. It was directed by some dude and produced by Sam Raimi. So it's not, it's not guaranteed Sam Raimi quality. But I'm curious about it. I'm not. Uh, this is not my type of film here. Uh, although this trailer was very heavy on the new trailer trend. Nick, tell us what this new trailer trend is. So I noticed this specifically with this trailer. A lot of trailers lately have been starting with this single high tone piano key. And I'm sure you'll, you'll take it and put it in here. But (laughs) (laughs) this has been occurring so frequently lately and that now it's caught my attention and I'm going to start noticing it every time. So many trailers just start with this key. It's the new Inception Bwomp. It is 100% the new Inception Bwomp. And when you when you realize that they're doing this, you, you can't help but hear it every trailer that has it. Yeah, so welcome to this sound. It will now dominate every time you view a trailer. You will hear it. And you've already heard it a lot here because I've, <laughs> I've put it in here in the editing process. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's all around us already. Yes. Uh, All right, so the next up we have The Golden Arm. This is the worst one on this list. Even worse than the Bigfoot versus Wendigo movies. Uh, This is about a tough lady trucker trains her wimpy best friend to compete in National Ladies Arm Wrestling Championship. Here is my take on this. I think that whoever wrote this or produced it or directed it or made it or whatever has already made a roller derby movie. (laughs) Because that is the spirit of this, and the quality of this is like all the other roller derby movies. <laughs> oh, I didn't read that note ahead of time. You caught me off guard. Yeah, no, that's it. Yep, that's how this guy made a roller derby movie. I'm certain of that. I don't even need to look. And not, yeah. you know, and not, and not like Drew Barrymore, where it's like charming and fun for everyone. No, 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 no. This guy made a bad roller derby movie. Yeah, yeah, with like no budget. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. I did not. The, the trailer tries to make tries to get you to laugh, but I can assure you, I did not laugh one time. No, I didn't laugh at all. The only thing that made me laugh was when I thought to myself that the end boss should be Stallone from Over the Top. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty sad when your own thought makes you laugh and the actual trailer does not. Yeah, I just started thinking about Stallone movies and and then wandered away from this one. This one isn't worth your time or thought. This is a bad. It is not good. Not good at all. The Golden Arm. Goodbye. Peace out. Uh, So then we have a trailer for Here Are the Young Men, and I personally hated this. Me too. This is the kind of movie that uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is in that she now doesn't have to do because she won a Golden Globe for for the... uh, queen's gambit uh the, the the basically the description for this is dublin teenagers matthew matthew nihilistic res and the deranged kearney leave school to a social vacuum of drinking and drugs falling into shocking acts of transgression so it's basically just a like a a crummy ripoff of train spotting that they're gonna carry on the hope that people want to watch it because anya taylor joy's in it there are things um, that are interesting. And when I say, and, and sort of in the same way, like you have the seedy underbelly of a city, like in Star Wars, it's that gritty dirty that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Or when you watch a, a documentary about prisons, okay? It's like these other worlds where they're, they're really interesting. But like teenage boys getting into trouble and like being a-holes, like uh-huh. there's... I don't want to watch an entire movie about this. This is like, this is not fun. I don't, they're just being stupid. No, in fact, instead of watching Here Are the Young Men, you should watch Train Spotting with Ewan McGregor. Yeah, this, this, this movie looks terrible. All, it looks like there's no likable characters. They're all dumb and they're all like making other people's lives miserable. And this is awful. Yeah, I mean, this is basically. Just, like, annoying teenagers that I wouldn't want to be around anyway the movie. Oh, my gosh. That's it. 
Yeah, these are the kind of people where they're like being loud and annoying and rude to waiter like waitresses or something. Yeah. yeah. No, no. This one's bad. This is just bad transpotting. Yeah. This is this this trailer is like the theme of this week. It's just a bunch of annoying things that you don't want to watch. A bunch of annoying entitled white teenagers. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you can keep this. Hope hope it never comes out, or people yeah. in, maybe in people in Ireland can watch it, but not here. It does have Ralph Innocent in it. He's great, but you know he's probably just the dad for like five minutes. All right. So then we have a. I didn't really understand this. It's a Mortal Kombat Scorpion trailer, but it looked like it was just playing trailer after trailer. It was just link. all the short. This was just a compilation of the like short little trailers that they've been showing uh, on HBO. So it's just a bunch of little, slightly different Mortal Kombat trailers. But I just wanted to put this in because I expected this to be like a dumb, fun movie. But it actually looks like it's really good. <laughs> like, it looks actually I, good. I cannot wait. I, can't, I think it, I, I can't wait for this movie. Also, you noticed the other reason that I put it on the list. <laughs> <laughs> the piano key. Folks, yep. it starts with the piano key. Yep. So the piano key is just ever-present thing now. Piano key is law. Piano key is ruler. Uh, and, you must yeah. bow to piano key. Serve piano key. Pia- high piano <laughs> key is law. <laughs> uh, yeah, this Mortal Kombat movie looks really good, though. Like, actually good. I hope so, because uh, I really, do, I really do want to make the Kung Lao costume. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to watch this. I love Mortal Kombat. All right, the Adele Dazinth trailer that we have here is something called Monday. This is a yawn fest. The description is, a spark on a Friday can lead to a sizzling weekend fling, but what happens when you get to the inevitable Monday? It's got Sebastian Stan in it, who is being more animated than he usually is. He's usually pretty winter soldiery in most things. Subdued. Yeah, he's pretty subdued, but he's like running around and like using different voice tones in this one. Yeah. There, there's a literally in the middle of this trailer. It shows like what somebody said from like Cine Euro Blend or something, <laughs> Cinema Euro, you know something. And and it, they said this. They described this movie as exhilarating. Let's look up the actual definition of exhilarating here. Yeah, I want you to. I want you to tell us what exhilarating means, Nick. Exhilarated means making one feel very happy, animated, or elated. Semicolon thrilling this movie is not that i will go ahead and tell you that this thrill there's nothing thrilling about this trailer there was nothing exhilarating about this trailer i did not feel happy no it's just different shots of sebastian stan making out with denise go that is literally half this trailer is him making out with this woman yeah and jumping making around. out underwater making out on on land making out at nighttime making out in daytime i think at one point they were riding a a Vespa while nude while being pursued by the police that might be exhilarating that may be the that may be exhilarating but that it, you know that's the only part desnudo yeah. desnudo <laughs> uh yeah so keep no monday you can keep it yeah everyone hates monday that should be a sign uh everybody hated writing into us this week as well we didn't get no mail well that's because we didn't ask a question last week we did future blazers so well, whose fault is that then, Nick? Uh, ours. I guess it's ours. <laughs> <laughs> but you can write into us this week to tell us your best sci-fi movie and your worst sci-fi movie. And you, the way you can do that is to email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram at trailerblazerspodcast, where you should follow us and, and comment on posts and stuff. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers if you just want to know when a new episode comes out. Uh, if you're feeling generous as uh, Robocop 3, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, it doesn't work unless you leave a five-star review. Uh, and then if you do that, Quick Mickey's going to let you know what happens. Yeah, baby, I'm going to definitely let you know what's going to happen. If you love that five-star writing on there, we're going to take you on a hunting trip. Let me just tell you, it's the trip of a lifetime. We're going to go into the great white north, and we're going to go hunting for Wendigos, and maybe the Sasquatch or Yeti, depending on the terminology, and also what is actually there. I'm not an expert in the folklore monsters. That's the job of Nicholas, 
Italy. Uh, and so, but we still gonna go on the hunting trip, and you can use, honestly, whatever weapon you want. You say, well, I'm gonna have a shotgun, I'm gonna have a rifle, I want a bazooka, I want the chrono scepter, I want a sword or a flaming sword like the Game of Thrones. I don't care what you have, but you just, you better put on your big girl panties because it's gonna be a ride, buddy. We gonna go after the big monsters. It's gonna be like, basically like Monster Hunter uh, with millage of it. So if you do leave the five-star riding, just know that this trip, it's not gonna be a walk in the park. That is a tip. Thank you, Quick Mickey. That was uh, pretty much effervescent as always, which is always the adjective I use because it's the only one I can think of. Um, for the trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I have a golden arm that isn't funny. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I, I can only play one note on the piano, and it is that trailer piano key. Happy Trailsers. games one quarter portion of the show folks nick is just still playing pga tour has have you mastered the wind yet sir i'm getting better at it i won i win a lot i win a lot of my tournaments i'm in career mode i'm going for that fedex cup uh i won uh today i won one by one in the last hole so it came down to literally the last putt so that was exciting but yeah, it's a really good game. Very good. You know, I started the last mission of Cyberpunk. Uh, and I didn't finish it because I get real tired at like 10 o'clock because I'm an old man, I feel like. Yeah, me too. But you know what I think I'm going to start next? I want to play SteamWorld Dig 2. That's what I want to play next. I don't know what that is. It's okay. It's a game where you dig into the ground. You're a robot. Okay. And it's a, it's a platform. It's like a 2D side-scrolling platform. But it's, it's kind of like a Metroidvania. Do you know what a Metroidvania is? I know that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a Metroidvania, but you dig under the ground. Uh, so right. I think I'm going to do that. I, I'm in the mood for that. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, also, what I'm in the mood for is something that has not come out yet, but is the first trailer on our list, um, and it is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Some of you probably heard about this this week. This is awesome. It looks basically like a sequel to Turtles in Time. Uh, they even had the part where you throw the foot soldier at the, at the screen. It looks like they made it retro looking. It's awesome. It's just awesome. It looks like Turtles in Time. Yeah, it is a pixelated uh, brawler. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if you ever played Turtles in Time or if you ever played TMNT, the arcade game, this is that. And the music matches, the look matches. They have Foot Clan soldiers that are the different colors that you remember. Mm-hmm. It It is such a nostalgic trip to watch this, the gameplay on this trailer. I played Turtles in Time so much that like i have some of the sound bites just embedded in my brain so like in the first level the first thing it, it goes big apple 3 a.m big apple 3 a.m and then <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> uh when you when you hit your toe in the sewer surfing one they jump up and down and go my toe my toe so that's in my head and then oh shell shocked god those turtle games are good man that except for the first one the first one is so hard it's like it gives me nightmares thinking about it I just really played Turtles in Time, so I, I don't know many of the other ones, but that one I, I, I know like backwards and forwards. Uh, the soundtrack to the first game is great, though. I will say that. Yeah, I can picture all the, the music from it. Yeah. Very good. Uh, all right, so that so we're excited about that. Um, then we have a trailer here for Century Age of Ashes. This is a dragon aerial combat game that looks like a... Like a almost like a racing combat air, dragon game. Yeah, if you were to mix that <laughs> old Crimson Skies game with Panzer Dragoon, that is what this is. That yeah, pretty much. Uh, I would be terrible at this. I would crash into everything and not be able to shoot anything. So this is a no from me. I I don't really I don't really like dragons either. <laughs> that's true you traditionally do not like dragons yeah this looks fun to me but i think this is only on 
uh, consoles, and so I probably will end up not playing it. Um, if it was free on Stadia, I would try it out. If it was like a Stadia Pro game for free, I'd try it out, but I don't know if that's going to happen, so I probably will end up never playing this. This is not one for me. I would be so bad at this game. Yeah. I will say it does look good, and it looks pretty tight, and it is also a free-to-play game, so you there's no barrier to entry if you, just, if you have the console. Mm-hmm. Century of Ashes. No, Century Age of Ashes. Not yep. a great name. Not, no. a, not a great name. Nothing about dragons. Uh, why, why, they should have called it uh, Dragon Dog Fighting. Yeah, that's it. Because, you know, that I know what it is then. On the nose. Uh, all right, so then we have a trailer for Hood, Outlaws, and Legends. So this is a game we talked about the uh, sort of like uh, reveal trailer for this a few months ago. It's a four-player type game where you have different different classes, and uh, I think you work together with your other teammates or something to accomplish tasks. And this one is, it seems pretty cool. Like, it seems like the mechanics are cool, the stealth mechanics are cool. I need to know more about it and, like, how big it is and if it actually is good like it looks before I would consider playing this. Yeah, I I I kind of feel the same way. Uh, I to me, this looks like a mix of Assassin's Creed and Ghost Recon. It does look like, except I think this is only like the uh, the stealth class that they're showing in this trailer. So I think there's other classes, but this particular class does seem like Assassin's Creed mixed with Ghost Recon. Yeah, like you can turn invisible, kind of like Ghost Recon. Um, yep. I would be willing to bet that the size of each like stage or level, if it's not like an open world game, is about the size of the Hitman levels, don't you think? That's what I I would gather from this. Yeah. So and is it only multiplayer? Like, do you need? Are your other teammates doing stuff, or are you switching off? I don't understand. Well, I know there is multiplayer where you can like stabby stab your friends, you know, and like go against your friends. But I don't. Yeah. But I surely there's co-op too. There, it seems to me that there would be uh, some co-op functionality there. It seems designed for co-op, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll be watching this one. You know, we'll be watching it. <laughs> I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. Uh, probably what I won't be watching though is this Outriders game. No, this is uh, just great value powers in space. That's exactly what it is. It's, it's like somebody played Destiny and was like, "I want to make a game like Destiny," and then basically like ripped it off in a lot of ways yeah so yeah there's like this animated trailer and there's these different guys that are supposed to like save the human race but they get destroyed so then you're left with like the bad batch uh only not as cool as the bad batch of star wars <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then the bad batch gets their own weird elemental superpowers and great value powers of fire and electric and stuff and earth and yeah, so then they go they go about fighting alien monsters as some sort of weird alien super team. But just but when you let me frame it for you. You have bad alien monsters, you know, out for humanity. You have a team of 3 people, a fire team of 3 people that have some sort of elemental or, you know, otherworldly powers. I mean, that is basically Destiny. That sounds accurate. I've never played Destiny. That's a, it's a fire team of three. Well, no, that's not true. I played it for like a half an hour with, with my friend Adam. I just followed him around while he killed stuff. Yeah, if you're low level in Destiny and you play with somebody high level, that's basically how it goes. Yep, and it was on Jess's account. It was just, <laughs> wasn't wasn't nothing, so. Yeah. But yeah, so if you want a bad version of Destiny, there's that game. There you go. Uh, well, that does it for uh, all the Vidya game stuff, unless you got anything else. Nope, uh, I got nothing. This is a, a light week. We're a little short this week. As we're in the dregs lands here. Uh, everyone, check your, your state. See when you can get vaccinated. Get your vaccine. Then we can start opening the world up and have movies again. So get vaccinated if you can. Get vaccinated, folks. Uh, and for the trailer blazers, I am a party dude like Michelangelo. Happy trails. And I'm Nick Kelly, and I'm in the Big Apple, 3 a.m. Happy Trailsers. Armageddon is law. You must bow to Armageddon.
Serve. Our Megadon. 